What would you say if I were to tell you that the best providers, the ones that can help you to get well and overcome anxiety, depression, PTSD, obsessive compulsive, or any other mental health concern or struggle, what would you say if those providers oftentimes had one-star reviews and that you actually should be looking for somebody that has one-star reviews in their history? If you're wondering what I'm talking about, stay tuned because we're about to explain why most providers who have one-star reviews actually help their patients get better, whereas those with pure five-star reviews, oftentimes their patients get worse in the long term. There are a lot of mental health experts out there that'll give you their list of tips that they think will help. The problem is they're based on their perception of what is right and wrong. At University Elite, we do something different. We treat our patients using sound psychological, neurological, and physiological science. We know what works and what doesn't. We don't get confused with what's right versus wrong. While others continue to struggle with these tips that they've received, we help people gain the long-term happiness and well-being with our approach. Welcome to the University Elite Podcast, where you learn the why behind human behavior and how to live a truly happy life. Now, your host is a combat-proven veteran, physician, master psychotherapist, diet expert, trauma authority, and someone who has everyday common sense, Dr. Hans Watson. Now, if you're wondering what I'm talking about when I say one-star providers basically have the ability to help people get better, you're in the right place because we're gonna explain that right now. You have to understand, many times you will find that the best providers that empower their patients the most will have a mix of many different reviews, many of which will be one-star reviews. But these providers are some of the best providers you're ever going to find and it, the one-star reviews generally don't represent whether the person is going to be the best or not. In other things, that changes. But in mental health, you should not run away just because of a one-star uh, review. Instead, you might want to select somebody who does have some in there. And so that's, and the result is those people who ha are happy and healthy and have overcome their mental health struggles, they generally have seen a provider that has one-star reviews. So let's explain why. Um, and because it's reasonable to say, wait a minute, why would a good provider in mental health have one-star reviews? And that's that's a valid question, but to understand that question, you have to understand what a one-star review versus a five-star review means. When you're looking at one or five-star reviews, the psychology behind that is, it's simply saying, if I give somebody a one-star review, it's because I did not like what they did. If I give them a five-star review, it means I love what they did. The question is, is what they did good for your long-term health? or just good for your short-term avoidance of discomfort? In mental health, that is a serious question, and that is the reason. Think about it. Anybody who's read my book, Conquering PTSD, knows that Mr. P came to me, and he was a very wonderful man, but he was straight up grumpy when I first met him. And he did not want to do what I asked him. And so as we worked with him and he started to see himself healing, he admitted to me in the end, 
and his wife even admitted it and he just said to me, Dr. Watson, I owe you an apology. I said so many bad things about you when we first started and his wife was in the room during this last session and she said, oh, he said terrible things about you. And then through tears, he actually said to me, thank you for not doing it my way. Thank you for doing what I needed, not what I wanted. And he admitted to me, I would have, if I had the opportunity, given you such a bad name when I first started treatment with you. And now there's nobody else that I would say is better than you. And it was a very high praise and I appreciated it. But what changed in Mr. P? He would have given me a one-star review when we first started, and he couldn't, if he could give more than five stars at the end, he would have. And he admitted to me, I didn't see what I needed, and you did. Thank you for sticking with it. But if he had rated me along the way, that would have resulted in me having a one-star review. But at the end of the day, if you read the book, you know he went to a specialty treatment center that the military had for traumatic brain injury and PTSD and he only left worse. So why did he heal with me when he didn't with anybody else? Well, you can read the book and figure that out. But the key there is, what review would I have had? I would have had a one-star review with him until the very end and then he would have given me a five-star review. So as we're looking at that, you have to understand, when people give a five-star review, it's because they like what happened in that moment. Mr. P at the end, five-star review at the end of treatment because he was better than he'd ever been. His wife would have given me a five-star review. At the first of treatment, I would have had a one-star review. And that, that makes sense because the reality is if you're coming into mental health in order to get some help, it's because something needs to change in your life. In fact, Albert Einstein knew this was, we've known it for hundreds of years, Einstein was the one who came out and said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And so we've known this for years. Why is it then that we get so many people that will get angry when somebody says, since what you did hasn't resulted in a favorable outcome, why don't you change? And the answer is because change is painful. It hurts. And what if somebody, what if somebody is trying to say to you, you need to change your point of view. And you're saying, I'm already hurting. And if you make me change my way of being and the way I approach things, don't you realize that's additional pain? And they're right. And they're right. And if you catch somebody in that moment, what are they going to give you if they're rating you on Google? A one-star review. And if they wait to rate you until they've actually seen how the change helped them to become better than they ever thought they could, what would they give you then? That's a five-star review. And you look at it, you know, if you get into there, the, the providers who are going to be good will, will echo what I say. And that is, I'm not interested in you being happy or comfortable when we start treatment. I'm interested in you getting so strong that you don't suffer with the same things for the rest of your life. And so that's the idea is, how do I make you stronger? You come to me as if I am an emotional, personal trainer. And just like the trainer in the gym, if you start, you're going to find that you hurt much worse the day after that first workout because you're going to be sore to the point you can't even move it. But why do you keep going back to the gym? It's not because you stay sore for the longest time. It's because you build muscles 
in areas that you didn't have them, which gives you new strength to be able to carry weight that you never could. And in mental health, it's the same thing. There's a whole group of people that want to say, just make me temporarily comfortable. Don't worry about the long term. And they have this, they have this insane, if we can use Freud's, uh, excuse me, uh, Einstein's definition of insanity, they have this insane belief, I should be able to keep doing the same thing I've always done and somehow I'm not going to continue to struggle with the same anxiety and depression I've had. I've even heard some patients say, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm the one who's been dealing with this for 20 years. And later they come back and say to me, Dr. Watson, I realize how absurd I sounded when I said that to you. And I feel so sheepish now that you've helped me become better than I ever was because essentially what I told you was I've been doing the same thing for 20 years and I've been struggling with these same things for 20 years. Why are you making me change? And they said, now that I hear it, it's just silly. Well, of course I needed to change. What I had been doing for 20 years hadn't worked. What makes me think it's suddenly going to work now because we changed the medicine or changed this? And they said, I feel so sheepish. And my answer to them is always the same thing. Don't worry. That's what I'm here for. It's my job to help you to see the better way forward. But if I didn't push you and they say, oh, Dr. Watson, I said some terrible things about you as you, as you were pushing me. And I said, I'm aware it happens quite often and I see those, sometimes those comments they make are on an online forum like a Google review. So does that make me feel bad? Absolutely not. Because many times it's not the patient's fault that they don't yet have the coping mechanisms or the approach or the understanding to do it in a way that's going to resolve it. And it's going to be so painful. Think of it. We had, I had one um, patient who came to me one time and what they said is, I need to, I need to get over my anxiety and depression. And I, so I said, okay. And I started helping them to see where they had made the, made certain behaviors that led to them struggling with further anxiety and depression than they needed to. And it only through some deep therapy, did they start to realize actually everyone in my family does this and they all su suffer with anxiety and depression. And so they started to learn it may be that that anxiety and depression is because I'm following my family traditions. And as they started to improve, they realized they weren't compatible to interact in the same way with their family that they always had been. And they started being seen as an outsider. And without knowing the family unconsciously was saying, you no longer cope with life stress in the same way we do. And it's, and it's therefore we can't work with you even though the reality was they continued to struggle with anxiety and depression and my patient got over it. It still made it so that they were not compatible with each other. And so, you know, the, 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 that same patient had told me, my family always is looking to find happiness by somehow eliminating all of life's adversity. And if that patient had rated me on Google when they first started, they would have given me a one-star review. And they were so grateful that they stuck with it because by the end I would have had a five-star review and glowing report. But how much pain did they have to endure to get to that point? Some people aren't yet ready to do that because they realize uh, consciously or unconsciously, what if they were to progress and no longer were compatible with their coping with interacting with the same family or friend group? I see this all the time when I help people who are, who are healing from substance abuse. 
once they get sober and remain sober, they oftentimes can't interact with their family who continues to use or their friend group who continues to use. And there's a lot of pain finding a new support system when you don't have your family or that friend group. You know, and so they come there and they start to ask me, Dr. Watson, how could you tolerate me bad-mouthing you both in and out of session so much? And my answer was, remember, my goal is not to do what people think is right or wrong or what is good or bad or what they like or don't like because all of those change depending on your situation. Some people will say it's right to use drugs even though they're losing their family, their friends, their health, everything else. But in the moment it felt right and so if I tell them it's wrong to use drugs and abuse them, what are they going to say? One star review for you. How dare you? You're not caring. You don't get what it's like. If I get them on the back end after I've helped them progress and strengthen and grow and mature, I'm getting a five star review. And so what do one star reviews really represent? They represent that person isn't happy at that moment. It doesn't necessarily represent whether or not that provider is a good provider. In fact, I'll even tell you, there is a group of providers that their whole idea is, my job is to make you comfortable in the short term to hell with the effect that that's going to have on your long-term development. And that's how they were trained. So that's what they do. And what do we see? We see them many times with their patients and we call it, uh, not, not kindly, it's called a comfort cocoon. And you come, you sit in session or I prescribe you medications. It's all designed on just giving you comfort temporarily so that I can move on to the next one. And there are many reasons for that. But in the end of the day, you're harming their ability to grow. But you're going to get five-star reviews from every one of these people because you're putting them in a comfort cocoon. And it feels good in the short term to be in the comfort cocoon. But the problem is long term, life is never going to stop bringing adversity and difficulty. And if I don't learn how to overcome it, am I ever going to be able to find long-term relief to the stress of life and the depression and anxiety that come with it? No. And so at the end of the day, they're actually harming people's ability to be healthy long term. And so that's where it comes from. Mr. P, if you, as you read Conquering PTSD, you will read how he, he definitely wanted to use that. And it was only through me. And he would call me names in session. And he, he was grumpy. And he would tell me how wrong I was. And then he'd come back later and say, well, okay, so what you said worked. And it was slowly that we worked through that pain together. And so that is, that is the idea. And, and so many times, as people are experiencing discomfort and they don't want to change because it's painful, if they get on there and they're used to seeing, they're used to seeing in their family or friend group that when you're uncomfortable, instead of engaging in healthy conflict resolution where you talk about it, instead you lash out, what other place do you have where you can lash out at somebody and they don't have the opportunity to give the other side of the view. You basically get to slander or call people names or print libel about these people and whether it's rumor or true or it's their twisted view of what really happened, they can have a place where they, a forum where they can go and post something and the doctor or the therapist cannot refute it because that would be a violation of privacy. It would confirm that they were a patient. What 
better place for somebody who does not know healthy conflict resolution to be able to lash out the thing they've seen their entire family do. Heaven forbid that that's the very thing that makes it so they can't have social connections and healthy marriage or romantic relationships or all these other things. That's all they know because that's all they've ever seen. What are they going to do? Well, wouldn't it be interesting as you learn that, where should these patients actually come and talk about it. If you can't talk to a therapist about, hey, this makes me unhappy, I don't like what you're saying, or a, or a psychiatrist, well then you're starting from an even more fragile place. And if you're that fragile, what are you most likely going to do if you are going to use the, the coping mechanism of avoidance, which means run away from my problems instead of work through them, you're gonna go do a one-star review. But what does that tell anybody anybody who is reviewing seeing if they want to get a good provider that's going to help them to become strong enough that tells you these are the people who are going to work me out like that personal trainer does at the gym and they're going to help me to build muscles that I never had before. That's who you want. That's why when you look at a review of somebody you want to find somebody who pushes their patients hard enough that they are forced to grow and to strengthen because only then will you get to a point that you can see this person helps their people to overcome their struggles. This is the type of person that's going to build enough emotional muscle that I can stop generations of bad coping that lead to all these problems of anxiety, depression, PTSD, substance use, suicide, all of these things, they're going to help me develop it and they'll walk alongside of me. The thing I have to be willing to do is endure some pain and discomfort. And the key there is, if, if it helps you to be able to continue to engage by putting a one-star review on there, do it. That's something I can handle. Because at the end of the day, I only care about doing what works versus what doesn't work. And I only select things for my patients that work to help them long term to be the best they can be. I don't do the short term comfort cocoon because it always results in them getting worse long term. And so as you're looking at that, anybody who is going to choose to do the things that work over the things that are comfortable, you're going to find many times they do help their patients to be comfortable but it's not in the short term. In the long term, they have to keep working through all of these different things and growing to the point that they get and they say, just like Mr. P said to me, I didn't know life could be this good. You've helped me to start to enjoy life at a higher level than I thought was possible. And it's all because you didn't do what I wanted or what I I liked at the time, you did what works and you pushed me and you wouldn't let up and you never stopped supporting me as I huffed and I puffed and I got mad at you. And that's the job of the therapist. The job of the therapist or the psychiatrist isn't to give you what you want. It's to make sure that you're pushed. And sometimes with those people say, say it's somebody who doesn't have good conflict resolution skills. They don't have healthy conflict resolution to where they don't even know how to talk it out with somebody. They know how to lash out and run away. What are they going to do? This might be the only place where that psychiatrist says to them, no, we're not going to do what you say. I don't agree with that. 
to where they would then have to talk it out. And for many of them, it's the first time in their life they've ever talked it out. You'll see people say, they didn't give me what I wanted. And I, I've been doing this for 20 years. I know what I want. Do you? I know you know what you want, but do you, do you know what you need that would benefit you? Because if you don't, if you did, you would have solved this 19 years ago. You wouldn't be telling me 20 years later you've been suffering with the same thing. And so as you're looking for this, realize, first of all, if you're a therapist, realize it's a badge of honor to have one-star reviews where the content says they didn't do what I wanted or I liked. They just kept pushing me. They tried to get me to do these things that would, you know, and many times what it is is they tried to get me to do something I didn't want to do, AKA they tried to get me to change. Good for you. Because if they, if they keep doing the same thing that brought them anxiety and depression and substance abuse, guess what they're gonna continue to struggle with in the future? And if you help them change to something that's healthier using stronger coping, guess what they're gonna do in the future? They're gonna heal enough they don't need us in the future. That's exactly what we want to do. And so many times Google is also helpful. I've had many patients who give me a one-star review and for the first time in their life, when they see me, they're expecting me to freak out and I just say, oh, I understand you gave me a one-star review. Could we talk about that? For the first time in their life, they have a voice. And when they don't run away, you know, because those who can't talk it out generally lash out and run away. The ones who don't run away, they end up growing and they realize, I just said something very hurtful to Dr. Watson and he didn't lash out at me like my family or my friends always have. And they, it opens up a whole new possibility to their world. And they suddenly go, oh my gosh. Turns out you can say th critical things about somebody and it doesn't necessarily mean you're attacking them. Even though I attacked him and it was critical, he took it as, let's talk about it. Maybe we both can learn from this. I could learn something, but maybe you would learn to see something you didn't know happened, which was Mr. P's case. In the end, he ended up saying, I had no clue what I was doing. Thank you for helping me see that. And that's why we wrote the book, Conquering PTSD. And that's why we're okay with getting a one-star review. And that's why us as mental health providers have to be prepared to receive reviews, everything from a five-star to a one-star, because it just matters where they are in that development. And I've had many one-star people who keep coming back, keep coming back, and guess what they do in the end? They change it to a five-star later and say, this was a life-changing experience. The thing they recommended, I hated it at first. Like I tell people, you need to read the book, Conquering PTSD. And some people will, will badmouth it and say, one-star review, because what? They don't want to read it because it's going to make them aware of things they're doing to cause their own pain. And then they'd have to change and that's painful. And so what are they doing? They're essentially still running away and they're lashing out right before they run away. Well, those patients who stick with me that don't just do the full-on runaway, guess what? Long-term, they thank me for making them read that book because it changed their life. They thank me for making them stand in there and have a discussion and work through our disagreements. You know, it's the first time they've actually had a therapist who would disagree with them, but that wouldn't then kick them out and run away. That's all they'd experienced in their home life. It's all they experienced with their friends. So as you see why many times the best providers are going to be the ones who have reviews everything from one star to five star. It's because they're the ones to take on the hardest cases. 
They're the ones that when it gets rough that say, nope, I'm going to stick with you no matter how angry you get. I'm not giving up on you. You have the potential to overcome this. And that is exactly who you want fighting in your corner. But you have to know when it comes to mental health, they have one star reviews by those people who are unhappy at the moment. Now keep in mind, when you're reading one star reviews, read the content. If it's basically, I don't like what they're doing, that's one thing. If it's something saying, the, you know, they passed, they, they crossed an ethical border and tried dating me as, even though I'm their patient, that's a different story. Those are ethics. But to make you uncomfortable, that's part of helping you to grow. And so as you read it and you hear people say, I don't like their recommendation. They're trying to push this on me and trying to push that on me. Guess what? You're probably right, but that doesn't make their recommendation wrong. It just means you didn't like it at that time, which many times is you avoiding the pain that it takes to, to develop the strength to overcome it. You're looking for a comfort cocoon and you got to somebody who is more interested in your long-term well-being and being, being better than you even thought possible. And you're angry at them for not just doing immediate gratification immediate re response and if you'd stick with them what you discover is they help you experience levels of joy happiness peace comfort that you didn't know possible and they're much longer lasting than those short-term band-aid fixes and so while it sounds counterintuitive to many people the real answer is if you want the best providers you probably need to look at one who has one star reviews and in that case, you'll be much better and they can help push you. And that is why I say, if you really want to get better, it's not a coincidence that most of the best providers in mental health have one star reviews. And that is why you likely, if you want to get better and you want to have long-term and be, be more than just a short-term band-aid fix where I get a little bit of comfort until the next life adversity hat comes, but instead be somebody that says, throw your life adversity at me. I now know how to enjoy life in spite of struggles I get to enjoy. That's the person who will have one star reviews. And that's why if you're serious, you want somebody who has those reviews. Okay. Keep it coming. Appreciate the questions and we will see you on the next one.